Hello again, everyone. Welcome to Bible Plus, and today we are on Colossians 3. And so far, through the first two chapters of Colossians, we've covered a multitude of things, but particularly, I want to focus that we've seen that Christ is to be our all-inclusive portion, the portion of all the saints, um, and even supposed to be the center and even everything in our life. And the background behind the epistle given to the Colossians was that the church in Colossae had allowed uh, certain elements of the world to come into the church. And we saw yesterday that it was the Judaic principles and also the Gnosticism um, that was creeping into the church. And so Paul here um, starts to make a huge turn. Um, He's he just made he just shared a lot about not being defrauded, not letting any judge you. But now he's making a turn to show us where we are actually. Where are we where are we? Are we really on the earth? Well, Colossians three one says, If therefore you are raised together, raised together with Christ, seek the things which are above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. And so today what we're seeing is that Christ is trying to give us a realization and almost, you could say, a contrast between the things that were creeping into the church, um, the Gnosticism and the Judaism, and the contrast between those things with Christ. And so he's telling the believers, seek the things which are above. That's where Christ is, not on the things of the earth, but on the things in the heavens. And so he continues saying, set your mind on the things which are on above, not on the things which are on the earth. And he's making this huge difference, huge contrast um, between these elements of the world and the heavenly Christ. We're, we're sons of the heavenly Father. We're brothers with the heavenly Christ. Where Ephesians even tells us that we're seated with him in the heavenlies. We are heavenly people. And as such, Paul is reminding us that don't be so caught up with the things of the earth. Rather, focus, set your mind, pay your full attention to on the things which are above. And that those things are in the heavens. And we see in the verses 3 and 4, we see you died. You died and your life is hidden with Christ and God. What Paul is saying here is not that you died physically, of course, but he's saying you died from the things of the earth. You've been set free from the things of the earth. And now your life is hidden with Christ. Where's Christ again? He's sitting at the right hand of God in the heavens. And so right now, because we've died with Christ in his crucifixion, we're now with Christ, hidden within him in the heavenlies. And there we see that it is Christ our life. This is almost the banner verse of of Colossians. Colossians 3, 4, when Christ our life is manifested. What Paul was trying to bring the believers was not just to enjoy Christ as merely the Savior, the Redeemer, um, maybe their, their rock, their salvation, but more so, he wants the believers to experience Christ as life. Now, this Christ as life, what does this entail? Well, uh, I love how the the previous portions in the last two chapters have shared 
it's all these things that were mentioned before in chapters one and two. He's the, he's the allotted portion of the saints, the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation, the firstborn from the dead, the one in whom God's fullness dwells, the mystery of God's economy, the mystery of God, the reality of all the positive things. And so we, we see here, these things are not just cool terms that Paul uses. They're, they're things for us to, I want you to catch this, they're, they're things for us to explore, experience, and enjoy. The three E's in the Christian life. Explore, experience, and enjoy. This is the Christ that's set before us. This is the Christ that is waiting for us in the book of Colossians. And so as we continue on our Christian life, we have to explore, explore who this wonderful Christ is, experience Him, and also enjoy Him. Now, Paul makes a, I wouldn't say a turn, but Paul continues on to share about something, a little bit of his goal, what's on his heart. And he talks about the, the one new man, and he talks about being putting to death your members of the earth, or which are on the earth. And he says to put away these things, put away wrath, anger, malice, blasphemy, foul, foul abusive language out of your mouth, even lying, put away the lying to one another. And he, all, he sums it up all in this verse, in verse 9, put off the old man with its practices. And then in verse 10, he, he makes another contrast, put on the new man. So verse 9, put off the old. Verse 10, put on the new. And now there's a lot of interpretations with this. Some may think that this is a new self or maybe it's like a transformation Tuesday. No, 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 no. The old man is, is us. We're the ones that um, are struggle with these things. We struggle with anger, malice, um, all these evil desires, passions, greediness, all these different things. And the solution is not that we should just uh, improve our behavior. Rather, it's putting on the new man, right? And so what Paul is um, sharing here is that this putting on, this Greek word indicates that we're putting off a garment or putting off a, a, a jacket, right? Um, we don't do it too often in Texas, maybe just two months of the year. But when it's cold, we got to put on a jacket and we get warm, right? It's simply as easy as that, right? Um, we put off the old man, we take off the old man jacket and put on the new man jacket. We're repping fresh gear. And what happens? We're repping the fresh Christ, right? And so what happens is that when we put on the new man, Paul tells us what, the, what he describes the new man to us. He, he tells us what the new man actually is. Verse 11, this is an awesome verse, where there cannot be Greek and Jew, circumcision and uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free man, but Christ, but Christ is all and in all. Christ is all and in all. There's, there's, I guess, I don't know how, how many phrases I told you to remember, but this is another one. Christ is all and in all. And the new man, Christ is the constituent. He's the center of the new man. He's everything in the new man. He is the new man. And as such, for us to be the part of that new man today, we need to put on Christ. And so um, the next few verses until the rest of the chapter, he, he describes what this new man looks like. He describes what he kind of gives a glimpse of what it actually looks like to put on the new man. And so he says, put on, um, you, get, you have the inward parts of compassion, kindness, lowliness, meekness, long-suffering, bearing one another, forgiving one another, um, and even says putting on love right? Compared to the things of the old man. Look at this. I want you to 
compare and contrast verse 5 with verse 12 and 13. It says, there's things of fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire. And look at, compare it, compare it. Kindness, compassion, lowliness, meekness, long-suffering, and even putting on love, which is the uniting bond of perfectness. And so, this is just a marvelous portion in the book of Colossians. And so, as we study this, as we read this, we need to explore this Christ, experience and enjoy Him. But also realize that as we explore, enjoy, experience, we got to put Him on. Put on the new man. And what happens is there's this wonderful expression of Christ where we can finally say, as verse 4 does in chapter 3, Christ our life. Christ our life is manifested. Grace be with you today. Um, hope you all have a good day today.